or Meatloaf, episode 36, Moving Forward Together. Hello, hello. If you listened to last week's episode called Moving Forward, you'll be ready to jump right into this week with me, won't you? There have been a few episodes that I added on to or supplemented the following week, but last week I definitely left you with a to-be-continued ending, and I'm so, so, so excited for this conclusion. If you remember, I talked about how many of us are feeling stuck in certain areas of our lives and how identifying those things that keep us from moving forward is the first step to ongoing progression. I also pointed out that another key factor in helping us move forward is relationships, friendships, family, and community. Do you remember playing Red Rover as a child? We all stood next to each other, holding tightly to each other's hands, one team on one side, the other standing parallel on the other side, creating kind of an impenetrable barrier, right? We then yelled in unison, Red Rover, Red Rover, send so-and-so right over. I'm going back in time. I was, without a doubt, that kid that would rock back and forth a few times to gear up all of my energy to run so fast and push hard enough that I would break the connection between any two of the opposing team's hands. If I was successful in breaking the bond, then I got to take one of the opposing team members back with me. If I couldn't break the bond, I had to stay on that team and become part of their line. The winning team, as you well know, was the one with all the team members left because they had the team with the tightest hold on one another. They held themselves together so tightly that nothing could break them apart. You know, there was always that big kid, in our grade anyway, that would thrust all of his weight against the two smallest girls that were holding hands. It was always the little ones. Go back in time with me and picture that in your mind. The whole line would move back against the pressure of the impact, right? The line would actually bow where the boy collided with those little arms. But because the team members were tightly knit together, many times the momentum would be slightly absorbed and then bounce right back still intact. And it was always surprising to me the number of times the line could hold because there was strength in numbers. That concept that there is strength in numbers is well known and accepted, and it's what naturally happens when people gather together in communities. We see it on teams, in faith groups, in business, and most certainly in families. It's much easier to tell one child they can't have a puppy than when they all band together to rally for their cause, am I right? Google defines the word community as a feeling of fellowship with others as a result of sharing common attitudes, interests, and goals. I've told you before that I did BYUI's Pathways program, and while most of our work was done online, we did have gatherings once a week where we would discuss and learn together. We were all reminded of the scripture in Matthew 18, 20, quote, for where two or three gather in my name, I am with them, end quote, and the power that comes when people gather for a righteous purpose. I can tell you that I was a witness to that kind of power. We had some of the most amazing experiences as we shared and learned and taught one another. To this day, even years later when I run into any of them, I feel like I'm seeing a long-lost friend. The love, friendship, cause, and community that was built there will have a lasting influence on me. Those examples touched me in a way I'll never forget, and all because we came together for a common cause. We shared interests and 
goals. And there was definitely power in that experience and in that place. Community can be a place where people gather geographically, like neighborhoods, or virtual spaces like social media platforms, or relationships like family or friends. Community can make us feel allied to something that is bigger than ourselves. It's been said that being an active part of a community is central to the human experience. It's a way to feel connected and provides a sense of belonging. It offers us places, spaces, and people to share with. Places we can be heard, seen, valued, and supported. I think it's interesting that the root of the word community is common, and the suffix is unity. Common unity a gathering of people unified with common goals or interests. When you hear it that way, who doesn't want to gather in a wonderful, loving community where we can share without judgment, be in a place where we feel safe and validated, where we are unified by our purposes and passions? I do. But before I point out what I'm going to do about that, I want to mention one more thing, and this illustrates exactly why community is so important. In addition to providing support, encouragement, a sense of belonging, and inclusion, there's this entire body of scientific evidence that says that people who are actively engaged in communities are, in fact, healthier. Studies show that those with adequate social relationships had a 50% greater survival rate compared with individuals with poor social relationships. Social networks have been shown to be as powerful predictors of mortality as common lifestyle and clinical risks such as moderate smoking, excessive alcohol consumption, obesity, and high cholesterol and blood pressure. Isn't that interesting? APA member and social connectedness expert Julianne Holt Lundstad, PhD, is a professor at Brigham Young University, and she was the first U.S. researcher to publish a large-scale analysis of studies establishing poor social support as a major contributor to morbidity. Her trailblazing study, called Social Relationships and Mortality Risk, showed that people with strong social bonds are actually 50% less likely to die over a given period of time than those who have fewer social connections. Okay, now this may sound like a lot of scientific mumbo-jumbo, but I found it so fascinating I thought it was worth sharing with you. Because this was, after all, an impressive amount of clinical research that combined data from 148 studies that tracked the social habits of more than 300,000 people worldwide. And then it was continued five years later with follow-up studies, which expanded the sample to more than 3.4 million individuals worldwide. Her research began by asking opposing questions about those with poor social connectedness, like, can loneliness actually kill you? Examining whether loneliness could damage even more than self-esteem, she dared to ask the question, what if loneliness carried the same health risk as smoking 15 cigarettes a day? What if social isolation is twice as harmful as obesity and as lethal as alcoholism? Much of today's debate on this topic centers around the isolating influence of social media on creating what has been referred to as a loneliness epidemic in our culture. Isn't that fascinating? We live in a virtually hyper-connected society, and still one of the biggest challenges we are up against is disconnectedness or feelings of loneliness. Does that surprise you? I don't know about you, but I have to admit, as busy as I am these days, there are those times that I feel isolated to work and home. I feel lonely sometimes without my kids at home and my interactions at work on a somewhat topical basis. 
As I've pointed out, deep connection is absolutely vital to our physical, emotional, and spiritual health. I am so incredibly grateful for the opportunity we all have to develop deep connections with God that can fill the loneliest corners of our hearts. For the power of prayer that allows me, as President Gordon B. Hinckley once said, to approach the throne of deity daily, even hourly, and be connected to Him through faith in His Son, Jesus Christ. I am indebted to the Prophet Joseph Smith and all those early pioneers who sacrificed so much that we might have the fullness of the restored gospel on the earth today, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. For that community that is so much bigger than I am, that connects, teaches, and strengthens me. Now, if you're wondering what any of this has to do with moving forward from last week's episode or what announcement I told you I'd make, I want to remind you of one of the last sentences I said last week. I need community. I need a team. And I want to invite you to join me in an effort to build a community of like-minded people who are trying, just like me, to find our way through the fluff and keep the important things important, I have decided to offer a place to gather. Now, I would love for this to be in my living room with you all. Trust me, I do. But due to the still increasing number of COVID cases during this nationwide pandemic, I'll have to settle for Instagram. I've started an Instagram account for Mana or Meatloaf, the name of this podcast, and I want to invite you all to join me there. I'm sure you've realized by now that these podcast episodes are always published by 1 a.m. each Sunday morning. Now, every Monday morning, I'll be posting a thought and a question that we can all focus on throughout the week. It will be based on the podcast content for the week, and I would love to have you share positive insight, personal experience, and inspiration that will lift and build a community where we can grow, encourage, and support each other together. My goal is to create a community where we can draw strength from one another and find ourselves better as a result of our connection. I also have a new website, and I'm going to have to preface this one by saying it's not a fabulous, fluffy, time-intensive one like you may be used to. At least not yet. (laughs) I'm still mastering the art of effective time management, so for now, it's just a place for the transcripts to land if you're at all interested in printed form or would like access to references. This podcast was started in part as a way to record my life experiences, my thoughts, and beliefs for my family. And making transcripts available will be an easy way for me to print them off and bundle them up in a book form for my future posterity. Well, what do you know? I'll be an author of the written word after all, (laughs) even if it is only for my family. So the website is manaormeatloaf.buzzsprout.com. That's mana, M-A-N-N-A, or M-E-A-T-L-O-A-F, manaormeatloaf.buzzsprout, B-U-Z-Z-S-P-R-O-U-T.com. And I've linked it on Instagram. Now, if you click on the individual episode, you can see the transcript available right next to the show notes. If you know me by now, and I'm guessing you do or you wouldn't be here, you know that there's a cheerleader trapped inside of me and that this is just one more layer of support and encouragement for anyone out there who wants to connect and be part of a community that focuses on the important things. I would love to have you hop on and say, hey, Henry Ford said, quote, coming together is a beginning. Keeping together is progress. 
and working together is success, end quote. Let's work together to move forward in faith by supporting, encouraging, and uplifting others on the same journey. And I really hope to see you along the way. 